So we're bringing it back today with another episode of the mock draft coming to Thursday next week. Mm. Um, we're doing, again, the defense, the 6 through 10 defensive players that we believe are very good in this draft. Mm. New pros- prospectual talent. Mm-hmm. So pretty good episode on our football fantasy going today. For I believe that Jalen Phillips is the number six, seven kind of athlete here out of the uh, D lineman out of Miami. Okay. I, I think we're going to have a lot of we interesting are. overlap and also uh, kind of outliers because I think we handled this differently in, in general. I know you talked about Patrick Certain last uh, podcast. Oh, was he's he in my your... sixth. Oh, interesting. Um, in terms of my interpretation of defensive true talent. Just oh. in terms of where I had things. Okay. Right. So what is your back half? Just straight up. Yeah. We'll see um, how, how our Okay. We can stack. Yeah. I think this is a good idea, actually. So I have Patrick Cern at the six, like I just said. Oh. And then at seven, I have uh, Trayvon Mahermey. Yep. He's a safety, I believe. At a TCU. Correct. Yeah. So secondary players looking pretty nice. Yeah. And then the D line, like you were saying. Jalen Phillips. Um, I have Christian Bearmore. He's a sophomore. That I I might have had him in my first half. I think you did have him in your first half. Yeah. And then I had right behind him, I cannot. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. No. No, that's a linebacker who I talked about in the yes. first episode. I'm talking about the D-lineman, Levi. Levi. Yeah. Um, I can't. I'm really not going to even disrespect him by trying to pronounce his last name. Um, but he's right oh, behind we... Bearmore in terms of talent. Oh. Uh just based on other kind of news outlets, scouts and things. So I, looking at their film, I saw obviously differences, but they seem mm-hmm. rather comparable. Um, so that fills out my eight and nine. And then 10, of course, Asante Samuel Jr. stud. Um, I genuinely like him because of like, like the history and knowing his father and everything mm-hmm. and knowing how good his father was. Um, I feel like he's, he's got the genes for it. Definitely does. So, it's that that can I don't know be better than somebody who doesn't have. I, I actually didn't have him in my list at all. That's I wouldn't expect you to. I I know of him obviously, but I don't think that he's as talented. I just think that he is a name, and names right. can get, names can get you very far. I guess I'm almost betting on that fact. Yes. Yes. Um, did you have Jason away? From Penn State and Europe. I do not have him on this oh, list. He's very good. He, he's my number seven. He is a D lineman who can run a 4 3. See, that seems very compelling. Um, <laughs> great athleticism. He's very fast. Oh my gosh. That is faster than a lot of people in the world. Um, not to mention a lot of football players on the offensive side of the ball. How many people can run a 4 3? No. The comparison Jeez. that I was looking at, um, people believe that he can be compared to Bud Dupree. Oh, who man. Who is a very good edge rusher. That dude literally, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this was just a weird dream, but I had a nightmare the other day, and it was the Predator and mm-hmm. Bud Dupree, and their faces were, like, meshing. It was very scary. Um, I couldn't tell who was who. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a beast. Yeah, and this kid's compared to him. <laughs> so, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's looking um, pretty good. I did have Jeremiah Osu, 
Owusu-Koromoa. Very nice. Thank you. Very um, nice. At my number eight spot. I, I watched him film. He hits very hard. He is dirty. I watched him film for – he was my five for the our last uh, yes. last pod edition. And, yeah, he's a monster. Well, he's a little small. It doesn't seem like it. it well, he hits so hard. He, he is running through people. Like directly through them. Directly it through is. them. It was – well, he's because he's small because he's 6'1", 215. A linebacker should be around 225, 230. Because you're taking. How much did you say he weighed? Two fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's leaner. Definitely. It's leaner. Yeah. Because like you're. You're taking hits. What NFL lineman isn't running up to this little kid, and it, it, like, I don't even. Know. Oh, you're saying he's not going to be able to get out of the blocks? No. Like Cody, Co- um, Cody Lindsley, comes yeah. out and goes out to this kid. Yeah, Quentin Nelson's. Quentin Nelson. Any of these are just going goodbye. Yeah. Let's move on to this. See, third. but he's also got to be more agile. So the swim moves, maybe he's got, you know, maybe he leans into it and commits his footwork to being a finesse type of edge rusher or a finesse type of uh, just player in general. And if you can move around some of these larger, I mean, some of these alignment get up to 350, they're 400 pounds. And they're fast too. They can be fast, but some of them aren't. A lot no, of them aren't. No. Most of them aren't. So if you have... That footwork that can really like uh, you know, JJ Watt, incredible footwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any elite edge rusher has fantastic footwork, but some of them just rely on their power. They do rely on their power. So if this kid just has an you know, incredibly lean physique, in terms of uh, premier edge rushing ability, oh, he's, a, he's a linebacker though. Oh, he is a linebacker. He's a linebacker. I thought you were saying he's an edge rusher. No, that that's Jason Owe. Oh, talking. so this is even better. He can just play in the zone. He can keep up with. He's a end. he's a zone linebacker. Yeah, Thomas Davis, Sean Lee, uh, Sean's Luke Sean Kuechly Lee. is technically a zone linebacker. No way. Yeah, I would put okay. Luke okay, in. Luke Kuechly is definitely bigger than this kid. Way bigger, exactly. and he's a, he you know he can go and be a top five run stopper too. Yes, he just happens to be the best, best. coverage <laughs> linebacker like, ever to play the game. Um, the. I, th- I don't know. I understand your um, critique on his size, but I think he, if he leans into it, he can utilize it. Like, obviously, he's going to have to bulk up a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's gonna you have you to get in the, the NFL, gym. you're going to you bulk up. That's just what happens. Mm-hmm. It's because everyone else is gigantic. So you, you also have to. have to get gigantic. Well, I mean, you're like essentially putting your life on the line every game. If you could. Like someone like Robbie Anderson, I don't know how he like, sleeps at night. Well, he's a wide receiver. That's how. Oh, he, he could just get. Um, well, to be fair, any sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. To be fair, anybody in the NFL can just get hit wrong and be gruesomely injured. Um, Ryan, Dak, Ryan Chazier, Ryan Chazier, Dak, Dak. Uh, Alex Smith, Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, you know, and those were all football plays. Yep. Ryan Chazier literally just well, he tackled wrong. But he tackled with his head and then almost was paralyzed. He, he, well, he was, was unresponsive for a long time. Yeah, he was. Oh, that, I watched that. Yeah, Did we watch that bad. game? I don't know when it was. That was a very sad and scary. But game. that I, I was like, oh my god, he's literally not moving, off, just sitting on the field, not moving. Yeah. And his did. eyes were, oh, what were they? I think they were either rolled back in his head or closed. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. Football's gruesome. It's just yeah. Which. Is why Jeremiah might actually get 
crumpled. <laughs> to say well, the least. At least he's a small guy who isn't afraid of being small. Like he's clearly that's still true. competing. Well, that's why the team, the teams I was looking at, who might want him, already have the big dude. Interesting. Like, like the Bucks are on here for him. That'd be a nice spot. Or the Titans or the Ravens. I mean, I, I would just a fast linebacker can't be a bad thing. It can't. Be no, it's not. Well, the Patriots proved that this year with whoever in the world they had. Um, Starts with a B, I think. I couldn't tell you right now, but I mean, he was if you're slow. talking about, well, if you're talking about like George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, like all these names at the tight end position, and you have a, you know, a guy who's not going to be coming off the edge as much, but mm-hmm. he can stride for stride with these guys easily, with less restrict or not restriction, but uh, he's just smaller, but he can run easier well, than someone who's bigger than him. Yeah, but. They're just gonna muck if he edit if they ever get close, he's gonna lose. You mean he'll just get bodied? He'll, he'll just he's get still bodied. A middle linebacker. He's still two hundred and fifteen pounds. It's he's still six big. one. It's not that big. It's not that small. It's not. It's not big for a linebacker. Every, all these other linebackers are okay. What about much like bigger? What about like safeties and like they're all two thirty or bigger? Oh, okay. except for him. They are. They are. But granted, he's the number two linebacker in the draft. He is. He's number 16 ranked in the draft. I also think, like, I'm just thinking Harrison Smith, for example. Harrison Smith is not over 250. He's not a linebacker. I know he's not, but he hits like a linebacker. He does. He plays like a linebacker. So you're thinking that this kid could convert himself into free safety? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he can be a coverage guy and be extremely effective. He can still hit hard. He can still be a bruising player that might be classified as undersized. Yeah, but he just won't get to the peak NFL physique or mindset that he could get in because he can't run block. He can't run like, block? Like, he won't be the he number... He doesn't need to run block. He's on defense. But my bad, not run block. Oh, like, stop the run. Like, he, like he, can't, he can't be a top-tier linebacker if you can't do both ways. I think he can utilize his finesse ability to be a run stopper. If you if when you're running, it's a bang bang play. Yes. The lineman has what one, two, maybe three steps to get into that mm-hmm. blocking. Th- I don't know very well, but I mean, it's a run three. Yeah, it's got to be around there. Okay, he hits you with a mean jab, and he gets you with the swim, and makes you look like a fool. Now the gap, the running backs are running into his arms. Um, that you know is what true. I mean? Yes. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, oh, maybe he's an absolute nightmare one-on-one in the gap. He probably is. I, I Quinn Nelson might just be like, no. <laughs> okay, okay. That's not fair. Everyone is in Quinn Nelson. Like, obviously, he's not going to go up to the Colts line and absolutely disrespect their organization. No, no. This isn't going to be an overnight any kind of thing. He's, he's probably going to be a developed player, if anything. Oh. Um but I can definitely see him going against a team like RIP, my Bengals, like, <laughs> brutally, brutally. Oh, he would take, like, four of them. Four of them would try to tackle him. He'd hit him with a jab. They'd all fall. <laughs> That's how bad they are. Well, I just feel like he would he could space out yes, the line okay. a bit. And, I don't know. Um, the speed could be very effective. So one of the next person who got stuck on Jeremiah for a while there. Um, I had – 
Is it Trayvon or Trovon? Um, Trayvon, I think. Moharig? Yeah. Yeah, that's safety. Trayvon. Yeah, yeah. Tra- yeah. Trayvon Moharig was my number nine. Your number nine? nine? Oh, interesting. I had it at seven. Really? Yeah. He is He is very good. He's, he's like, a top-ranked safety. Yeah, he, he's a, definitely the number one safety in college right now. He's, like, no one's even close. No one's even close. Richie Grant's number 50 ranked, and he's number 17. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I didn't he, get to watch a ton of film. He ran a 4.5 in the draft, but okay. he said that he was only 80%. Interesting. So he can definitely run faster. It's also 6'2", 200. Yes. Looking nice. Charles, 5'8"? Um, Goddamn. Our Davious Washington. Yeah. And he's a sophomore. He's Interesting. 178, that's tiny. <laughs> um, that's not a person on our list, and that's that's why. <laughs> uh, some teams that I saw that def- des- definitely need a safety are the Raiders and the Lions. Yes. 100% agree. <laughs> there are so many other things they need, but they definitely need safeties. I have some news what? on the Raiders, too. Oh, yeah. I guess there. Thanks for thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the final person was uh, Tyson Campbell. I did not have Tyson Campbell on my list. I believe he was a safety, but he might be a cornerback. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a cornerback. Yeah. yeah, he was he was pretty good. He just got turf toe. Oh, that kind of sucks. Turf toe but he ran a 4-3. With turf toe? Before turf toe. When did he No, 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 my bad. After turf toe. Okay. He got turf toe like the beginning of the season. He missed five games. Oh, I see. Did but, we talk about Jace Horn at all? I don't think so. Interesting, because I would have taken Jace Horn over Tyson Campbell. Really? And I didn't have it, either of them in my list. I didn't even have a something Samuel in my list. I know. That was <laughs> disrespectful now that I'm looking at it. Really? Oh, you're just looking at that 6-2. Heights up. I like height. Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State is going to be a problem at the cornerback this week. He definitely could be. He is going to be. But where's he going to go, though? I have no idea. I feel like he's going to go to the Falcons. That's where Asante Samuel played. Oh, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely going to go. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what else to say. Yeah. Who else do you have on your list that I didn't? Um, I, I, jeez. Oh, Levi, we talked about that. We, we already talked about all my players. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, we're at the halfway point. We can start transitioning into some, uh, some latest news. Yes, we're going to get into that after the break. All right, so we're back. We're going in the latest news. Um, I mean, I think we should start off with some fun. Mm-hmm. Something fun. <laughs> we're looking at Gronk here. Catching an, what is it, 600-foot catch, mm-hmm. which makes it a Guinness World Record yep. for the longest catch, yep. which he did, what, in his, his former college? I believe so. Why is this news? Because it's Gronk. <laughs> And anything that Gronk does in the world, people think is hilarious. It is Gronk. His legacy is just hilarious. It's great. He's one. He's one of the best tight ends of all time. That's why he can do whatever in the world he wants. He's got another ring. Don't you remember? Loki could have been MVP of the Super Bowl. Do you remember when the news, not newscaster, the interviewer talked to him in Spanish, and then he tried to say something back, and it was like, "I like to party." And that's all he said. It was like a really long question that the newscaster asked him. All he said was, I like to party in Spanish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, my favorite Gronk moment ever easily, easily, 
was when he was on um, NFL Network Live or whatever. He was at the booth. And he was with uh, one of the casters. I can't even remember his name right now. But they were pretty much just like, weren't you going to get traded to the Lions? Oh, yes. yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And Gronk's like, yes. yes. However, I said I retired. <laughs> and then called up the coach and was like, I don't know how you're going to treat me. I'm retired. <laughs> so, and then he comes back the next year to play. Yeah. And win a Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the old Gronk for you. Oh, my God. Hey. So people call him really dumb. Maybe he's really smart. Exactly. That's word for word. Guys, just about the same. He's got that low key and G. He's got the workout videos. He's got a CBD company. Oh, do you remember when they had the like big announcement? Ron yes. Gronkowski. My mom yeah, got no, my yeah, mom was in it, company, and too. then it was like, check out my weed company. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, he, he, I mean, he had a very emotional moment live on television talking about all the hardships of his body's gone through yeah. in terms of football. And he's like, I, he's like, I retired. He did retire. He's like, I wasn't going to come back to football. And then I started utilizing this medicinal resource. And oh my gosh, we want a Super Bowl. Like, hmm, big coincidence? I don't think so. But realistically, he did have an extremely heartfelt moment on that. It was almost like an infomercial setting. It was so funny. But he like literally broke down. Crying. I know. It was very, uh, I don't, I don't even know what to make of that, but it was, got people buying CBD. It got so many people to watch <laughs> that thing. That was I don't think anyone knew, A, what was going to happen that day. No. B, what Gronk was going to say. Awesome. And C, how people were going to ra- react after. And all of it was nothing anywhere close to what I people I wonder thought. how he, like, th- like, I'm thinking of another interview where he's talking about Julian Edelman and how he's like a squirrel, always trying to get his nut. Yep. Dude, that is – where do you come up with these phrases and like, what's going on in his head? Can you try to paint me a picture? Uh, I think the picture in his head is actually just a little coloring drawing that he has to fill in a color a day, and maybe he stays inside the lines. Uh, okay, but okay. It's, it's not, After all it's the not, CTE? All the CTE, oh. yeah. And I don't think he's actually – gone to a class in his life i could see him being i don't know no he's definitely he's very open about his love of party isn't that isn't that what he wrote in his high school bio hey he's a good (laughs) he's a walking good time he is he'll live it up anywhere yeah yeah that's that's wrong for (laughs) you Um, well, the team that he beat just got a big alignment. The oh, Chiefs. Well, Trent. Oh, okay. Um, oh, true. This is yes. actually a big trade. The Chiefs have gotten Orlando Brown. <clears throat> top the, five tackle. Okay. Yes, top five tackle. They had to give up their one. Their first uh, overall pick? Yeah. Or their first? Their, their first pick. They had the 31st. Yeah. Because they came in second. Um... The, a third, a fourth, and a fifth next year. And they only got a second and a sixth. And Brooke Brown. Well, Orlando Brown is, I mean, dude, he's a very good guy. He's a, he's a number one pick. He's third. Yes. So, uh, okay. It's great. It's great for the Chiefs. I don't know well, now the, the Chiefs just solidified their alignment again. I don't know why the, I don't know why the Ravens did. 
Maybe they're gonna draft a lineman. Yeah, that's all it could be. That's literally it. Theoretically, you get what four picks out of that? Well, you gave up two and your lineman, so you only have a net gain of two picks. Yep. And one okay. of them is a fifth year, a fifth. Oh, right. I don't know. I'm a. What do you get in a fifth? I say I say that Brady's a sixth. We can say that all we want, but you're not getting, like, nine times out of ten, you're not getting a great player, let alone a great lineman, outside of the top three rounds. Yeah. I mean, you can get, like, wide receivers. I would say every draft has their handful of, like, outliers and stuff. Ah, I don't know. Football, it doesn't matter as much. What? Football, you can really get drafted anywhere, and you just... Why? Well, it's how how determined you are. Yeah. If you're that determined, well, Edelman, he's a seventh. Yeah, yeah. Edelman, I mean, Edelman's determined. If I've ever seen someone determined, it's that man, and he became a number one wide receiver in the league. Pretty probably Hall of Fame. Yes. So that really showed well, him and Brady literally are the two. It doesn't matter where you get drafted. Well, Brady's the, obviously the biggest. But yeah. You want to head on to some other news? Um, well, another team that would love to have Tom Brady is the Raiders. Raiders just want somebody that's not Derek Carr. But they love Derek Carr. He's the nicest dad ever. Derek Carr's a great guy. He's, he is so good against Patrick Mahomes. That's it does it, not make sense. He just needs a picture of Patrick Mahomes and everyone. Maybe once we get the uh, the brain chips, mm. and you can just kind of like... And just like make somebody somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> just like it's a bunch of Patrick Mahomes just running around. Oh my god! On the defense, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he starts oh. running people over. He, oh, he. Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr does have a strange occurrence every time he plays Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure for the past two years. Every time he plays them, like he'll have a terrible game before and, and after, after. Yeah. like multiple games before and after. But as soon as he plays Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing for four hundred and five touchdowns, and he's doing it all. Like he's and, making and plays. He looks amazing. He looks really good. He just doesn't want to try it. His either. like QBR in comparison to like all the rest of the games in his career, and then games against Patrick Mahomes. I don't have the exact metric, but I was looking at it the other day, and it's like. Like fifty points. I was about it's to like, say it's that like too. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, everyone knows this too. Like it's the announcers funny. are like, he's playing Patrick Mahomes. They might win today. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's the Raiders. Why are the Raiders ever beating the Chiefs? I don't, he needs to take that energy and just have. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he has so many inspirations on his team too. Like Darren Waller is an inspirational story. Uh, Josh, yeah, Josh Jacobs. Like, Josh I mean, Jacobs. there's so like that's a really determined team, headed by John J. John Gruden. John Gruden. John Gruden. Yes. Um, who's a Super Bowl winning coach and quite a culture guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They just it's like they're like one gluing away. But they can't get the glue yet. Well, they, they need a, They literally just need a quarterback. Well, they do have no line now. Now they have no line. They have no line. I don't know why they did that, but hopefully they draft about seven no linemen in this draft. They have to. They're, they're, the only thing they needed to fix was Derek Carr's time in the pocket. 
They didn't do that. They made no, it, they made they it, made a, it a, worse. a lot worse. They made it a lot worse. <laughs> but they are building on, you know, what? they didn't have a running back two years ago. They had Josh Jacobs, who's for me a running back in the league. Okay. Henry Ruggs. And then in two years, when they might get a quarterback, they might have a line by then, Josh Jacobs is going to leave. Why would he leave? Because they're still going to be terrible. <laughs> they're still going to be. So you're saying they get a quarterback and an O-line. The two problems we just identified need to finish. And then Josh Jacobs is like, actually, I just wasted four years of my career on your team. Now I'm going to fix. Yep. I don't believe Do you think he's going to stay there? I think they're going to give him enough money to pay for his house, his parents' house, their parents' house, his children's house, their future children's houses, and a college for the entire state of Massachusetts. Wow. So I think he'll be fine. Well, I mean – that's anyone in the NFL. Exactly. And in two years when uh, all the salary caps, which are predicted to just boom, 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 all the way up to the moon, I think they will have plenty of money to do that. Yeah, they definitely will. But theoretically, every team would have plenty of money to do that. So, Yeah. I, um, I mean, yeah, he could want to change the scenery. But... He could. Uh, two people who are not going anywhere. Are Baker and Denzel Ward on the Cleveland Browns? Oh, they got the option. They both got their fifth-year option, which is pretty good because the Browns, that whole division is. I don't know if the Steelers are dirty anymore. Other than the Steelers, everyone else can be very good. I put the Bengals in there because I believe that they can be very good. You're wow. They can be good. Wow. If they can, we just go. We need to go back on this for a second. I, I. after, Calvin, after the Steelers, Bengals, what is, what is no, that? No, I, I don't like the Steelers at all. You like the Bengals better than the Steelers? Well, now that um, like the straight up game. One, now that they lost their running back too, James Conner. Yeah. Who they started? McFarlane. Yeah, I don't know. Or Benny Snell. Gonna be Benny Snell. I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty sure it's McFarlane. He's no from way. he's from Bama. He's, he's a big boy. Oh, bro, I no Benny Snell like started games last year. I know. I had him. He did not do well. They couldn't You're figure okay. out how to run the ball. You don't care a couple. He won me a game or two. He did. Yes. Oh. Um. You when the when in the world did you have Benny Snell? I had my other league. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely. It next year will prove it when Joe Burrow comes back. But I think yes. that the Bengals will be better. Yeah, I I definitely, I definitely agree. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I love Joe Burrow. So I'm all hype. I'm all in on the Bengals train, and I've definitely put my time in and learning their kind of ideologies and systems. But if Joe Burrow's going to keep getting hurt, if Joe Mixon's going to keep getting hurt, their O-linemen are still not going to do anything. Like, you can't be better than the Steelers, in my opinion. And I am a Bengals lover. I know. I'm a Steelers. I've always loved the Steelers because it's it's the three Bs. I think their culture is a bit tough. Well, they're the losing. They're like the best losingest team in the playoffs ever. The way I would describe the Steelers is you are always afraid to play them. It doesn't. You are. Matter. You are always afraid to play the Steelers, especially always. in uh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like mm. get those terrible towels. Called. So, yeah, but you can really bully them, or they can really, really, really get you got good. Well, if T.J. Watt and uh, Minka Dupree? Fitzpatrick oh. and and Bud Dupree. If all three of them just start going off, you're not moving the ball. No. 
Well, because they, they got the edge rusher, so you, everything's collapsed in the middle. Yep. And then decisions. And he's got to throw it up. And, and then like, Minka's oh. like, oh, thanks. I'll take that. I'll take that. To, to the crib. To the house. Yes, exactly. It's like, well, see. Uh, so, where, would you put Lamar as the number one? Not, not Lamar. Um, the Ravens as the number one in that division? Or the Browns? I mean, the Ravens were lackluster this year. They were still good. But they, they, were lost, they lost the. Yeah, that's not great. I, I like what the Browns are doing right now. Baker showed me, okay, you know, finally he's, you know, this is the this is clearly their guy. Yes. He played like their guy. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. He's taking it instead of just, you know, I feel like he was going a game at a time. He'd have a nasty game, then he'd go do a few commercials, and then we, like, wouldn't see him for, like, three weeks. Just be like... Okay, Nick Chubb had three hundred yard game. Yeah, well, Cream Hunt three hundred yard game. That would happen. Or they'd get destroyed by Pittsburgh of all people. Pittsburgh destroyed them twice. They blew him up by like thirty. But he started having some serious um, games where he was throwing like five touchdowns. Yes. five touchdowns, yes. four hundred yards without OBJ, and he was putting the ball where it needed to be. Yeah, he no, was making. He, he is a very good quarterback. The Browns actually found a quarterback. That's great. It took them. 20 years to do it. Um, just going quickly through the last couple. Um, are you a fan of the players changing the number? Oh, the number changes? Yeah. Um, well, I see your your note here about Brady saying it's going to be harder to identify what players' positions mm-hmm. are. I think that that's a very interesting way to look at it. Um, but if, in reality, if football's for the fans, which is what it, it should it, be. It is. Um, it's, it's just a money thing. Yeah, I mean. People want to see their favorite players in lower numbers. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's definitely a thing. Most people have a lower number, favorite number. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. So uh, I'm all for it, yeah. It's... You are for it? I don't like it. Really? I like the... Being able to tell? Tell. Yeah, I kind of like that. Well, and it's numbers. like, oh, what are you? I'm a linebacker. So what number do you have? Oh, I have, like, 50s or 40s. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be. You're a linebacker. I shouldn't right. be a number eight linebacker. Exactly. That's true. That's true. But also those best players, like, for example, on my basketball team, like, the best players got the lowest numbers. That's just what happened. Like, the captains got the first pick. Well, yeah. Regardless of your position. Well, obviously the captains got the first pick. Okay, well, sometimes those captains were O-line maybe. What if all Big Chong? What if Quinn Nelson wants to be out there rocking number two? I'm for it. <laughs> Why not? Let the big boy breathe. What do you no, mean? No, I no, think no, be great. no. He has to be a seventy. A what? Why? No, no. What? Okay, give him the triple zero. No, <laughs> that's just disrespectful. Why is that disrespectful? I, I, I'm not a fan of the triple zero. Are you? You're a fan of the triple zero? I don't. I feel like players should be able to express themselves through their numbers. No, no. If they feel like three zeros is what truly embraces their body and spirit, then why not? You're telling me, okay? You're lining up. You're like out. Oh, I got this quarterback. I'm going to get this Edwards. Quentin Nelson comes over. He rips you a new one. You're on the ground. Tanking. You're looking up. Boom. One, two, three zeros. You're like, what the hell? What is going on? And then Quentin Nelson just bought it. You. You got your teammate over here. Like, see ya, dude. Like, that's great. I It is great, but I don't know. I like the people having their correct numbers. That's fair. Okay. Like, throughout, football hi- throughout history of football, they have the correct numbers. Yeah. The big wide receivers are in the 80s. Yeah. The linemen are in the 70s. The defensive linemen are in the 90s. Quarterbacks are 10 to 20. Um, <coughs> so I just really like that, and I play football. 
That's why. That's fair. Um, the final note I have is that the Seahawks resigned Geno Smith. Geno Smith? Oh, my God. Is his jaw okay? No one oh knows or cares. <laughs> it's Geno Smith. Big news. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as much as we want to talk about Geno Smith. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much what we got for today. Um, on Wednesday, we're going to be looking at our kind of culmination of the first round, I guess our mock draft before mm-hmm. the draft on Thursday. Yep. Um, just looking at what we think each team is going to be looking at. And obviously we'll have the latest news after that as well. So uh, see you guys.